Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World and beyond planning. Um, and today I'm jumping back in, finishing up my mouse minutes that were posted in August, but are applicable anytime you're heading to Walt Disney World. So this is episode 116, Mouse Minutes 4. <laughs> Hey friends, happy, happy Friday to you. A little real life here is late, late for me, recording podcasts, not late in the scheme of things, uh, but hopefully I can keep my pep going. It, I meant to record this earlier today and it's just been a day and the day has gotten away from me. And to tell you what kind of day it's been, I'm waiting on my DoorDash to come. And that's not something that I do very often because I hate paying extra money for someone to bring me food. But tonight someone is bringing us food so I don't have to cook. I was like, I can hop up and do the podcast and finish up these mouse minutes. So if you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Danielle. But on my Instagram, Mountains of Magic, every weekday and Saturday morning, I post a little mouse minute. It's just a little tip regarding Walt Disney World, something about the resorts that can hopefully help you on your next trip or give you just a little fun fact. And I also like to put those in podcast form for those of you that like your content that way. Um, and just so I can go a little bit more in depth. Well, last episode, part three of Mouse Minutes, I got a little too in depth and Mouse Minutes got a little long. So we paused. We're back today to finish up the second half. Probably got about 15 more tips for you. And I'm going to go a little bit more in depth. So let's jump right in. Next tip, and I actually saw a fellow TA post like, biggest money-saving tip in Disney, drink Joffrey's. And it's not just money saving. I think it honestly was her time-saving tip. I think I said that wrong. But it's true, y'all. The parks have one Starbucks location. And everybody goes to that and you can wait for forever. But there's little Joffrey's kiosk all over. So if you're not snooty about your coffee, you can really save a lot of time. But my mouse minute tip for you is that if you are riding the Skyliner and you want to get, you know, a little cup of joe before you get into the parks, if you get off at the Caribbean Beach stop, there is a Joffrey's right there at that Skyliner hub. If you're staying at Caribbean Beach, you can just grab it while you're walking over. But that's really nice little perk, especially if you're not going first, first thing in the morning where it might be a little crammed and crowded. If you're just taking a nice little Skyliner crawl, you can hop off there, get yourself some Joffrey's coffee. They always have like great seasonal things going on and hop back on and get wherever you need to go. All right. Next tip is that you can rent strollers and ECVs directly from the Disney park. So you can obviously bring your own. You can rent from outside companies. Um, as a travel agent, I can actually help you set that up. But what you'll want to look at is if you rent from an outside company in Orlando, how is that getting to you? Are they willing to deliver it? Will they deliver it and drop it off? Do they deliver it and you have to be there and meet them? 
them for pickup and delivery. So those are all just things that you want to think about. But if you want, you can walk right in the Disney park, kind of go to that first little guest relations, guest services site um, and rent these things. With the strollers, you can get a discount if you go ahead and pay up front for multiple days of your stay or you can rent just for day of. If you leave the park, it stays there. You can't take these out of the park. So that's just something you want to think about, like especially if you're staying really late at the end of the night. Are you able to walk to the bus? Are you able to take your kids and everything you bought out of the stroller? So that's why bringing your own or renting from an outside company can be nice. Um, But yeah, you just come in. You can pay to rent the things. If you leave the park, it stays. But if you come back later in the day or if you have park hopper passes, um, you don't have to pay again. You'll just show your voucher. A couple negatives with these, um, the stroller situation. These are like the hard plastic strollers. They are kind of deep set so the kids can lean back a little bit, but they're not the comfiest things. Um, And then with the strollers and ECVs also, they are not guaranteed. They have a certain number in the park. And so there is the possibility that you could get there and they could be out. I wouldn't expect that if you're going on a random Tuesday in January. If you're going between Christmas and New Year's, might be a little iffy, but that just is something that you want to consider. And next tip is a fun one that a lot of people don't know about. So we know there's PhotoPass photographers all over the parks. You can get Memory Maker before your trip and have access to all those photos if you want. But there are also special capture uh, capture your moment sessions that you can book ahead of time. And this is where you'll get that PhotoPass photographer all to yourself for a 20-minute session. I believe it's up to 10 people. But this can be great if you've got like a multi-generation generational family trip or you just want to commemorate something special. They'll do it all different places, you know, around the parks in front of the different icons. And I've heard great things if you can get one of those first thing in the morning sessions to get to a park early, you know, before it's super crowded and get a little bit of that extra special time. But capture your moment sessions. Definitely look into those if you want something special with your picks. All right. A fun one over at Disney Springs is to hop in the Amtha cars. Um, these are the cute little boat cars that go out on the lake there and you can get a specialized, I think, 20-minute little guided tour on the water. Here's some fun facts. Um, and they just look really cool because they're like little vintage cars. So if you want something different to do at Disney Springs, definitely look into reserving one of those or ask your travel agent to help you with that. All right, now we're getting into a holiday specialty that is over at Fort Wilderness. Did you know that there are people who go there religiously almost every year in the cabins, the campsites, and they decorate them for Halloween and Christmas time? So if you get the chance to stay there or maybe dine there so you can go around the property, they will sometimes do golf cart parades and they go all out with decor. So that can just be that's a stop that doesn't get a lot of love when I talk about, you know, resorts to visit for the holidays, but it's just a totally different kind of vibe, but lots and lots of fun. 
Sticking with the holiday theme, if you are heading to Walt Disney World during some of the busiest time, which is that between Christmas and New Year's time, just know you won't have the option to go to the Christmas party. So the Christmas party in Magic Kingdom actually stops um, on or before Christmas, and they don't continue it into that Christmas New Year's time, probably because they know there's so many people there and they don't want to be closing down the park early, but just don't have that on your must-do list if you're going during that time of year. Want coffee prepaid? So basically free every morning? Get yourself the resort mug. I talk about that a lot. It's something my family really likes to do when we're staying at the Disney Resort. You pay like 20-ish bucks for your resort mug and you get free refills of fountain drinks and coffee every day that you're staying at the resort. Now, it doesn't work in the parks, but if you carry it with you and you like end up at another resort, I'm pretty sure it would work over there too. Just has a little chip in the bottom so it won't let you, you know, bring it back a year from now and use it again. But if you need your coffee fix, go for it. Get your resort mug. All right, a fun little step away from the hustle and bustle of the parks. And I actually had a fellow travel agent share. This is what she does on her Magic Kingdom day to take a little break is to go over to the Grand Floridian Spa and get yourself a pedicure. So Disney, you know, is known for being kind of more of a trip than a relaxing vacation. But there's nothing to say you can't add some of that in there. So if you want a little relaxing, book a spa treatment. They got a salon, they can do your nails, do your hair, get yourself a massage, whatever it may be. But that just sounds like a perfect way to rest your feet on a busy Magic Kingdom day. Another kind of fun take care of yourself thing that you can do is get a haircut on Main Street. So our last trip, we were there with a sweet little one and a half year old and he got his first haircut and it was super cute. And they do a whole thing and you can get a little first haircut haircut hat and they really make it special, but anyone can go. It doesn't just have to be for your first haircut on the Main Street Barber Shop, but definitely look into that. Just like with those magical extras, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, making a lightsaber, all of that, you need to book it 60 days out to get your haircut reservation in, Um, but it's super cute in there and they do a great job. All right, this next one is a good, I talked about it on my If Not This Then That podcast. Let's say you just really want that quintessential Cinderella's Castle princess character meal and you can't get a reservation. Or you see the price tag and it's a, you know, prefix set price menu and you don't really know that that's what you want to commit to. A great alternative to this is Akershus over in the Norway pavilion of Epcot. So this is recently reopened since the pandemic, but you can meet princesses there. I don't know if the list is like exactly the same all the time, but the one that comes to my mind is Sleeping Beauty. I'm pretty sure you see her like all the time. Um, You're not going to see people like Anna and Elsa. They're not there, but if you just want to see some of the great favorite princesses, they rotate out and get that character experience. And I have been told I haven't eaten here, but the menu is still pretty friendly for picky eaters. So don't let the fact that it's in the Norway pavilion throw you off and think, oh, I can never eat there. My kid won't touch that. 
Everywhere at Disney has a way of finding the things for the picky eater. So that can just be a great option if you need something outside the castle. Sticking with character meals, if you're looking for something that's a little bit more chill, because let's be honest, if you've ever ridden the monorail through the Contemporary and looked down at Chef Mickey's, this is, I don't carry a whole lot of my early Disney memories. I don't know. I have a bad memory. But I can just remember like riding through there and uh, stopping to let people off. And it was just like chaos down there. And a lot of character meals, especially if they're buffets and people are getting up and down. They're just noisy and loud and there's a lot going on and characters moving around and the people moving around. It can be a lot. So if you're looking for one that is a little bit more chill and laid back, check out Garden Grill. This is in Epcot in the Land Pavilion. It's near one of my favorite rides, Living with the Land. And this restaurant actually slowly don't freak out, rotates and spins and you actually get a little peek into the living with the land ride. But at this restaurant, it's family style. So similar to buffet, but they're bringing it to you. You don't have to get up and the characters kind of stay put because you're rotating when you get to them. Hello, hello. I've also heard here like during your meal, you might see the characters more than once, which isn't really common. Um, And the Keystone characters here are going to be Chip and Dale. So if they're some of your favorites, definitely check out Garden Grill. It's a smaller restaurant. Again, people aren't getting up and down every 10 minutes. So hopefully a little bit more chill vibes for you. Sticking with a dining theme and that, ugh, I didn't get the reservation that I wanted. Another thing to check out is if some of your favorite restaurants actually have lounges. And sometimes you can make reservations for the lounge, or you're more likely if you have a small party to get a walk up at the lounge. So a few of these are things like Space 220 comes to mind. Steakhouse 71 has a lounge. Um, Topolino's Terrace has a bar where you can, you know, order food, that kind of thing. So definitely check out those if you didn't snag a reservation at the restaurant, or if you're just not wanting, you know, all that food that whole experience, the lounge can be a great option. And in conjunction with that, and my last tip for this section of Mouse Minutes is utilizing that walk-up wait list. Again, if you don't snag the reservation you want, or if you are you just don't know what you want 60 days out, because that's totally acceptable as well. And y'all, if you want to complain about that, just know it used to be 180 days. So you used to have to know six months out what you wanted to eat on a Tuesday in March or it was gone. Um, So definitely think about utilizing that. The way this works is in your My Disney Experience app, um, you can search for a restaurant. There's dining reservations, but you can also choose like what's available right now. And once you get close to that restaurant in the proximity, it's going to allow you to join that walk-up wait list. You can also just go up to the host or hostess and ask, you know, if they have availability there. But this can be a great option. And now also with people being able to cancel up to two hours before... 
there's lots of stuff that pops up available. So don't lose hope if you couldn't get that reservation you wanted. Definitely check the app, especially about a day out or as you get closer to that two hour window. But it never hurts to ask and check and see if Die Now or that walk up wait list is available. All right, friends, hopefully you got some helpful nuggets here. That's what Mouse Minutes are all about and something that you can utilize on your next trip or maybe a fun new extra or restaurant that you want to try. But if you got something helpful, please take a second, leave a rating or review. Apple is where it kind of counts for the most clout. I'll just say that. But wherever you're listening, if you can leave a rating and review, it helps others find the podcast. I will read them on the air when they are left. And if you leave one like on Audible or on, you know, Spotify, something like that, that doesn't really pop up for me, let me know. I'll go digging for it and I will read it. But super appreciative. And if you need help planning your own magical vacation, I do that at no cost to you. You can find all my info below in the description. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, email me at Danielle Robbins at fantasticalvacations.com. And I would love to help you with planning Disney, Universal, the land, the sea, wherever you want to go. But as always, I thank you so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye bye. <laughs>